Absolutely not. It's out of the question. Chiara crossed her arms over her chest and glared at the assembled warriors as if they'd lost their minds. They must have, if they thought she would agree to anything they'd just explained. I'm not leaving Rome without my son. I haven't been apart from Pietro for more than a few hours since he was born. You think I'm going to start now, when you suspect some animal is out to kill me? She shook her head furiously, pacing the conference room in agitation. She'd agreed to keep an open mind when Ittore and Bella brought her to the Order's command center earlier tonight, but that didn't mean she was going to let them separate her from her boy. She turned to face her former sister-in-law, desperate for an ally. Bella, please. You know I'd do just about anything you asked. When you and Ettore took Pietro and me from the vineyard to keep us safe from Vito Massione and his men, I went without argument. But this, there has to be another way. No one answered, just as no one had answered any of her other questions and protests either. She caught the subtle shift of Ettore's gaze toward the far side of the meeting room, where a breed male who wasn't part of the order stood. He wasn't a stranger to her, although she could hardly claim to be completely comfortable in his presence, despite the fact that some weeks ago, she and Pietro had taken shelter in his safe house in Matera, along with Bella and Ettore. Tall and broad, immense even for a Gen 1, as he was, Scythe was a wall of muscle and menace. His all-black clothing was a sinister compliment to his long ebony hair and close-trimmed beard. Even his eyes were black. His intelligent, unreadable, obsidian gaze seemed to see everything, know everything. Kiara had been trying to ignore Scythe's unsettling presence ever since he arrived. Impossible. Not only because he was the kind of male who seemed to swallow up every bit of oxygen in the room, but because she had only moments ago been informed that he would be responsible for protecting her life. He didn't seem any happier about that idea than she was. She could feel the weight of his cold, obsidian gaze on her face, but she couldn't bring herself to look in his direction. She knew she was being stubborn, but damn it, Pietro was all she had. More importantly, she was all he had, too. They were a little family of two. Asking her to let him out of her sight in this situation was like asking her to hand over her beating heart in a basket. What if I took Pietro out of Italy instead? We can go to America for a while. We can hide somewhere together for as long as the order needs us to. Anything but separating me from my child. If she'd hoped to get some vocal support from Bella, she'd been sorely disappointed. The room filled with a tense silence, and Chiara's nerves felt stretched and raw. She drifted over to the bar cart in the corner and poured herself a brandy from a crystal decanter. Her mind grappled for some other argument, no matter how thin, anything to keep her son close. The boy will be safer away from you, Chiara. It was Scythe's deep voice that finally broke the silence, the first thing he'd said to her all night. She wheeled on him, her pulse pounding with unchecked fury at both his words and his uncanny ability to read her like a book. Easy for you to say. How many children do you have? His hard gaze drilled into her for a long moment before he shook his head. 
I have none. Then how could you possibly understand the magnitude of what you're asking? Her voice was trembling now, and she hated herself for it, but it couldn't be helped. What kind of mother sheeps her child off for someone else to care for when there is danger near? Just the thought of it made her skin break out in a cold sweat. But the hunter wasn't giving up so easily. A good mother, if the choice is keeping him close so you can be together when you die, or letting him go and giving him his best chance of survival, you'd be foolish to consider the former. And selfish. He stepped away from his assumed post next to the door and moved into the center of the room. The space seemed to shrink with every step he took. By the time his long, muscled legs had brought him to within arm's reach of her, she was almost claustrophobic with the overwhelming size and power that emanated from him.